1: And what you will find is that we all want to succeed. We all want to be able to enjoy the life of an overcomer. Even those who don't want to walk, they want to succeed. Even those who don't want to get out of bed in the morning, they want to be rich. They want to live a life that is glamorous. And we all desire success. And the question is why? Why do we desire success and not failure? Why do we? Pray for health and not sickness, poverty, or adversity? Why do we pray for prosperity instead of poverty? Why do we pray to overcome our situation instead of being overcome by our situation? So you find that a lot of us, we do these things and we don't really find out why. But in Genesis chapter 1, Genesis chapter 1, if you read from verse number 26, the Bible tells us, God said, Let us make man in our own image and likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowls of the air, over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowls of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. So you see, my brothers and sisters, the desire for success, the desire to be able to get the best that God has in store for us is something that God has made unto us. So you see, we desire to live the life of the overcomer, number one, because we are created to be overcomers. Bible tells us, you say, let us make man in our image. And God, you know, is an overcomer. Nothing can overcome the Almighty God. The Bible says that with men, certain things are impossible. But with God, all things are possible. So God is an overcomer and he created us in our image. So we all seek to live the overcomer's life because we are created to be overcomers. Number two. We desire the life of an overcomer because we are designed and we are wired to be overcomers. He didn't just create man in his own image. He created us in his likeness, which means that we have the attributes of God. We have the characteristics that God himself had, the attributes of God. So he designed us so that we can function as overcomers. And that is why when things are not going the way they are supposed to go, what you find is that there is a yearning, there's a hunger, there's a pain in your heart that something is not right. Because God designed you to operate as an overcomer. When things are not going the way they are supposed to go, you know that something is wrong. Number three, we all pray and desire the life of an overcomer because we are commanded to be overcomers. Look at verse number 28 of Genesis chapter 1. The Bible tells us that God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful. In other words, go out and produce results. Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion. In other words, you are commanded to go out and produce results. You are not supposed to live under your circumstance. You are supposed to live above the circumstances. That is why when things are not going the way you want it to go, there is something inside of you that says there is a problem somewhere. Because, number one, you are an overcomer by creation. Number two, you are an overcomer by design. Number three, you are an overcomer by command. But most importantly, you are an overcomer by inheritance. Look at verse number 29. It says, And God said, Behold, i have given you every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of the earth and every tree in the which the fruit of a tree yielding seed so you it shall be made in other words say i have given you it is what the lord has already given to us so when you talk about the life of an overcomer it's because of the way you were created it's because of the way you were designed it's because of the command that you have received from the almighty god and it's because of the inheritance that you enjoy So you see, we desire and we pray for the life of an overcomer because it is the cry of our heart to be able to fulfill the desires of the Almighty God in our lives. That's why we do it. There is a desire, there is a cry inside our heart that tells us, this is what God wants me to do. And that is why when things are not going the way they are going, you begin to cry that the Lord Almighty will move in our way. And so throughout this month, we're going to be focusing our attention on living the life that God himself intends or desires for each and every one of us. I want to start by asking the question, what does it mean to live a life of the overcomer? When we talk about living the life of an overcomer, we're talking about living a prevailing life, a victorious life, a life that is in command. And what does that mean? It means living a life that confronts, a life that challenges. A life that conquers the opposition that life throws away. In other words, the challenges that you face every day, the circumstances that appear out of the ordinary, that the enemy throws away, when you are able to confront it, when you are able to challenge that situation, when you are able to overcome that situation, you are called an overcomer. The people that fail an examination are not called successful students. They are called failure. And the Lord Almighty intends for us to ride on the situation and the circumstances of life. And so when we're talking about living the life of an overcomer, we are talking about when you are confronting the situation that the enemy pulls your way. When you are challenging the enemy to take back your territory, when you are confronting and conquering all the opposition that they put in way. Instead of running away or avoiding the battles of life, the overcomer have learned to confront, to challenge, and to conquer. That is basically what we're talking about. They have learned to keep fighting, even in the face of opposition. When we talk about living the life of an overcomer, we are talking about living a life on your own terms. You are the one that determines it. You are the one that says, I am not going to be challenged. I am not going to be thrown up and down by the situations of life. I am going to live my life based on the things that the Almighty God has committed into my hands. When we are talking about living the life of an overcomer, we are talking about doing what it takes to get to our desired destination. There is a place that we are going. There is something that we are hoping to achieve, something that we're hoping will materialize in our lives. And so when we talk about the overcomers life, we are saying we are doing what it takes to be able to get there. You're doing what it takes to arrive at that destination. In other words, living the overcomers life means keep getting back up when you fall down. It means that when situations knock you down, when circumstances come, when there are disappointments, you are still able to rise up, refusing to quit until victory is won. It means you're saying that I don't care what the situation might look like. I don't care what the past years have looked like. I don't care what the disappointment that I faced in the last years might look like, but I'll keep getting up. I'll keep going back into the battle to make sure that the things that the Lord Almighty has given me begins to show up in my life. It is refusing to give up until victory comes our way. And so, you see, the kind of life that we're talking about is not something that comes just because you wish for it. It demands your input. It demands certain things from you. So the life of an overcomer is a life that demands, number one, it demands discipline. It's a life that demands and requires you to walk on yourself so that you do not give the enemy an advantage to steal and to kill what God has committed into your hands. It requires discipline. The life of an overcomer is a life that requires diligence. That's number two. A life that demands that you carefully and persistently walk on your desired goal. The fact that you set a goal does not mean it's going to appear automatically. The fact that you put something on the prayer request card does not mean answers will come immediately. You have to diligently, you have to persistently walk on those things so that you can see it happen. That is what it means. That is what the life of an overcomer requires. Number three, the life of an overcomer requires determination. Because there is going to be discouragement. There is going to be the enemy. The enemy will come and he will try to discourage you. He will try to divert your attention. He will try to mess you up. But you have to be determined and say, Lord, regardless of what is happening, I will not let you go. It's a determination to say, Lord, despite the challenges that might come my way, even this year, regardless of what is happening in the economy, regardless of what is happening in my relationship, I will stay focused and make sure I get to my desired destination. It requires determination. It requires a resolution. It demands a solid purpose, an unflinching determination to say, Lord, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Number four. The life of an overcomer requires dependency upon the Almighty God. It requires reliance on the Almighty God. The Bible makes us to understand this. Psalm 121 verse 1, it says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hill. From where comes my help? My help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. In other words, you come to a realization that by the arm of the flesh shall no man prevail. You come to a realization that in your own wisdom, in your own knowledge, in your own understanding, you cannot accomplish what you want to accomplish. You need the help of heaven. And the life of an overcomer realizes that, and it depends upon the Almighty God every day. And that is why we came in here and spent the time in the presence of the Almighty God, because we know, yes, it is one thing for you to do the work. It's another thing for God to add the blessing. If the Lord does not add the blessing, you are simply wasting your time. And so the life of an overcomer, it requires that you be able to depend upon the Almighty God. It requires that you discipline yourself. It requires that you are diligent. It requires that you are determined. It requires that you are dependent. But most importantly, it requires that you are devoted to the Almighty God. It's a life that demands devotion. A life that demands loyalty to the Almighty God. Fidelity to the Almighty God that says, Lord, I don't care what is happening. Others may do it, but I am devoted to you. I make a commitment to serve you i make a commitment to walk with you that even in good times i will serve you even when you do not answer my prayer i will continue to serve you and that is what the three hebrew children said they said we are not going to bow down because we know god will deliver and even if he doesn't deliver us we are still not going to do it in other words we are devoted to the almighty god to the point where we are saying regardless of what happened i will continue to serve the lord The reason is because God's desire for all his children is that we become overcomers. God does not desire that anyone should live a defeated life. His desire is that we live a life of an overcomer. And that is why he made provisions for us. So that you and I can enjoy the life of an overcomer. The Bible tells us in the book of 1 John chapter 5. In First John chapter five, if you start reading from verse number four, the Bible says, "For whosoever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? You know that what the Bible is saying and making it very, very clear to us that the path that you are going to follow To live a life of the overcomer, that part requires that you are being born of God. That you are being saved. The Bible says, for whosoever is born of God overcomes the world. And that is the desire. That is the whole purpose of your prayer. You want to be able to overcome the world. You want to overcome the circumstances that you are facing. And the Bible is saying the path to that fulfillment, the path to overcoming life is number one, being born of God. Because whosoever is born of God is what? Overcomes the world. The Bible is making it clear, number two, that the path to our desired destination this year, the path to the overcoming life that we all desire in one form or the other, is through faith in the finished work of our Lord Jesus Christ. Look at verse number four. He said, whosoever is born of God, overcomes the world and this is the victory that has overcome the world our faith. so the people who are going to enjoy the victory who are going to walk in dominion who are going to live above their circumstances in this year are the people whose faith is established in the Lord Jesus Christ and then number three the Bible is telling us that living the life of an overcomer runs through the path of total surrender to the Lordship of our Lord Jesus Christ who is he who overcomes the world but he who believes that jesus is the son of god very very straightforward you have to be born again the faith must be established in the christ jesus and there will be total surrender to the almighty god he said when these three things are in place then you can be sure that you have access to the victory and to the overcoming life that God has made available unto us. And as soon as we come to Christ in faith and the power to live that overcoming life is released unto us, and the Bible makes it very clear. If you read the book of Romans chapter 8, in verse number 37, it says, Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through Christ who loves us. In other words, all the challenges of life. As long as you are in Christ's, As long as you are connected with Christ, as long as we are associated and we are related to Christ, he said that you and I are more than conquerors. That is the assurance that God has given unto us. But that assurance does not come to the people who have no relationship with him. In other words, in Christ, we are able to live the overcomers' life. We are able to live above our circumstances and situations. So you see, our God not only created us to be overcomers, He not only commanded us to be overcomers, He not only gave us the inheritance to be overcomers, He made provisions for us to live a life of the overcomer. God made provisions for us to live a life of the overcomer through Christ. And God, through our Lord Jesus Christ, has made these resources available unto us. That's why He said in the book of Ephesians chapter 2, if you read from verse number 6, He said, And raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. In other words, because of the provision that was made on the cross of Calvary, he took you from where you are, sat you up in heavenly places, far above principalities and power, which means that they are not supposed to have dominion over us. A place of power, a place of dominion, a place of victory, that is where God has placed us in Christ Jesus. But as always, there is that interesting thing that happens in the body of Christ. The provision that God has made available The thing, the resources that he has made available, the debt on the cross of Calvary that that the Lord has given us the opportunity to be a partaker of, that will position us in heavenly places. The unfortunate thing is that though God desires that his people live above all these circumstances of life, there are many believers in the house of God who are still, for some reason, not living the overcomer's life. Please understand, to be an overcomer doesn't mean you are perfect. It doesn't mean that you don't have any issues in life. It doesn't mean that challenges will not come. It doesn't mean that the enemy and his agents will not try you. But it means that God on your side, you will have victory. The unfortunate thing is that many in the house of God, with all the resource and all the promise of heaven, they are still being defeated by situation. They are still being knocked down by circumstances around them. This morning, I want to ask, why? Why is it that with all that God has made available, the people of God find it very difficult to rise above challenges that the enemy brings their way? Why are the people of God who have been equipped and given all the resources of heaven to live the overcomer's life, why are we not living in that particular reality? Why are believers not living the overcomer's life? Why? In Psalm 82, if you read from verse number 5, the Bible tells us there, they know not neither will they understand. They walk in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. I have said, ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. But ye shall die like men and fall like one of the princes. What is the Bible saying? Here the Bible is making us to understand. The psalmist is telling us, that many of us, God's children, are not living the overcomer's life that God has promised and purposed for his people and resourced us for. Because, number one, we are ignorant. We don't know. The Bible said they do not know. They walk in darkness. And as long as you walk in darkness, you will never understand what is happening, what is coming up in front of you. And the Bible makes us to understand. Because our people don't know because my people don't have that understanding of what God can do in their individual life, they now begin to allow themselves to be defeated by the circumstances and the situations that is confronting them. Many of the people that are sitting in church who have the promise of the scripture, who have the promise of the father, they are missing out of the promise of the father simply because of ignorance. And that's why the Bible says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. When you don't know, you can never be able to benefit from what you don't know. Number two. Many of God's children are not living the life of the overcomer. Because they lack wisdom. Look at what the Bible says. He said they do not understand. They do not understand. In other words, they don't understand how life operates. They are blinded to the principles that make life work. The principles that make life function. They don't know and so they don't know how to apply it. When you don't understand the principles of money management, you will have problems with money. When you don't understand the principle of relational management, you will have problems with relationship. When you don't understand the principle of how to raise a child, whatever you don't have the wisdom to operate, you cannot function effectively in those areas. And that is what you see in the house of God. The fact that you are anointed... The fact that you have been blessed does not mean that you have the requisite knowledge to do what you are supposed to do. There are a lot of ignorant people in the church. A lot of people who are foolish in the church, they say, yes, I believe in God. I operate in the spirit. But you do not operate in the spirit when you don't pay your credit cards. So please understand, many of us are missing out of the overcomer's life because, number one, we are ignorant. And number two, we lack wisdom. But most importantly, look at number three. Many of God's children are not living the life of the overcomer because we live an unbalanced life. Look at what the Bible says in that particular verse number 5. Psalm 82 verse 5. He says they know not, neither will they understand. They walk in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. In other words, they live a life that is skewed. They live a life that violates simple principles and they wonder why life is not delivering for them. person talks anyhow and wonder why people don't like him you don't show up to work at the right time and then you wonder why you're not promoted you spend more than what you are earning you wonder why you are broke and then at the end of the day you begin to wonder say what is happening to me it must be the devil I bind the devil the devil has no business in that you are living a life out of balance that's why the Bible said the foundations of the earth are out of course and as soon as the foundation is out of course everything will be dislocated And that's what happens. When we live a dislocated life, when we violate the principles upon which life operates, when we violate basic principles of life, in our daily life, you will find out that life will not produce the way it's supposed to produce. And that is why a lot of believers, with a boatload of prayers that we pray, we don't see the results. And I keep saying it here from this pulpit that God is not a magician. You have to do your part for God to do his own part. The Bible said that he that soars to the wind will reap wild wind. You will always get what you get. And that is why when we live an unbalanced life, we cannot live the overcomer's life. But most importantly, many of God's children are not living the life of the overcomer because of what I call identity crisis. We do not know who we are. Look at verse number 6 of Psalm 82. The Bible says that ye are God's And all of you are children of the Most High God. In other words, you have the God potential. You have the Spirit of God in you. You have the power and the creative ability of the Almighty God inside of you. But look at verse number seven. He said, But ye shall die like men and fall like one of those princes. Because you don't know who you are. Because you don't know the power and the authority that God has given unto us as sons and daughters of the Most High God. Because we don't understand that the Spirit of God dwells inside of us. then we have the creative ability, the creative power of the Almighty God. Because we don't know all that, what we find is that we are ruled and dominated by forces of this world that are lesser forces. And that is why the Bible says that you are God's. Although you are the children of the most high God. But because you don't know that you are the children of the most high God. You will fall like every other person. The circumstances of life that defeat the people who are outside of the kingdom. Will defeat you also. Because you don't know. The challenges that the people outside are facing. You will also face the same challenges. Because you don't know. The enemy that steals, kills and destroys. The people who are outside. Will do the same thing to you. Because you don't know. Ye are the sons and daughters of the almighty God. But you shall fall like men when you don't know. So my prayer for you is that you are going to come out of ignorance in the name of Jesus. You are going to come out of lack of understanding. You are going to come out of identity crisis. So that you can begin to walk into the life that God has prepared for you. You are going to walk out of confusion and defeat into the lifetime of the overcomer that Jesus Christ paid the price for us on the cross of Calvary. But like I keep saying... This thing does not happen by accident. It does not happen because you said amen to a prayer. It does not happen because you spent some time on the altar. You have to be involved in the process. How do you come of defeat to live a life of the overcomer? How do you begin to engage yourself, to move from where you are to where you need to be? How do you make sure that the intention of the Almighty God, when He created and equipped you and positioned you to be an overcomer, how do you make sure that that intention becomes a reality? Look at Jeremiah chapter 6. Jeremiah chapter 6 reading from verse number 16, the Bible says, Thus says the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old path. Where is the good way? And walk therein. And ye shall find rest for your soul. But unfortunately, the Bible said, they said, we will not walk therein. And that is what is happening in the church of the living God. The solution has already been provided. It's documented in the Bible. The Lord Almighty said, I presented life and death before you. But what happens? We simply refuse to read the manual. But the Bible is making us to understand. Jeremiah is telling us that the way out of ignorance, the way out of defeat, the way to the life of the overcomer starts with an awakening. It starts with an enlightenment. You have to wake up in the morning and realize this is not where God wants me to be. The Bible says, Thus says the Lord, stand in the way. You cannot stand in the way unless you know there is a way. There has to be an awakening. There has to be an enlightenment. You have to come to an understanding and say there is more to life than what I am seeing right now. There is more to life than what I'm experiencing right now. There is more that Lord Almighty has promised to his people than what it is right now. I used to tell people, it's either God is God or God is a liar. It cannot be both ways. If God promises it and we are not seeing it, there are two possibilities. It's either God is lying or I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. Because if I do what I'm supposed to do, I'm supposed to see the results. So if the results are not happening, I need to go back because we know God is never lying. God is not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should repent. Whatever he says he will do, he will do it. So the problem now lies with me. And for me to fix that, I need to come to an understanding, an awakening of my situation and say, Lord, I don't want to live like this anymore. There has to be something better. Life has to be better than what it is. Number two, how do you come out and begin to live the overcomer's life? Coming out of ignorance and confusion and frustration to live the overcomer's life requires not just an enlightenment, it requires inquiry. Ask questions. That's what the Bible says. Look at that verse of the scripture again, Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 16. It says, God oh, says the Lord, stand ye in the way and see and ask for the old path. Where is the good way? You other not know what? There is a way that will take you to the point where you are going. There are people who have traveled that same journey that you are trying to travel. There are people who have done what you are planning to do. There are those who have accomplished the things that you are trying to accomplish. The Bible is saying, if you want to experience what they have experienced, ask the question. It says, stand in the way and see other people who have gone before you. See other people who have built that business. See other people who have accomplished that particular career. He says, see and ask for the old way. What are the principles that they followed? What are the things that they did? What are the things that they had that they avoided? What were the pitfalls on their way? What were the lessons that they learned? Ask them. He says, ask for the good way. Where is the good way? What are the things I must do to be able to get to where I'm going? Unless you are enlightened enough to inquire and ask the right question. We'll find out that we just keep circling the same spots. Keep doing the same thing over and over and over. And then we turn around and say, yeah, it is the devil. Giving excuses for our failures. But when they follow the instruction of scripture, and you become aware that there's more to life, and you now begin to take the necessary step, and begin to ask the right question, God begins to illuminate our ways. And then the next thing you will see is that there has to be practical engagement? That's number three. Look at what the Bible says. It said that, thus says the Lord, Jeremiah 6, verse 16, thus says the Lord, stand in the way and see, and ask for the old path, where is the good way, and walk therein. In other words, it is not enough for you to say, oh, Lord, I don't like my situation. It is not enough for you to ask all the questions and say, how do you do this business? What do I need to do? Who do I need to talk to? What resources do I need? It is not enough if you don't do anything about it. The Bible says when you stand in the way, when you see, when you ask the question, when you look for the good old way, it says, then after you have been told, after you have found it, it says,
0: walk in it. Thank you very much for listening to our program today.